0: Bets are rising for another interest rate rise next week after better-than-expected retail sales fears. They came out yesterday, and the outcome uh, complicates, I should say, the Reserve Bank's decision on signs that 12 rate rises since May last year are yet to work their way through the economy and dampen inflation. Let's get more on this. We're joined now by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Uh, Peter, good morning to you. What are those retail sales numbers telling us about that big task ahead for the Reserve Bank?
1: Well, good morning, Tom. Uh, this is all about uh, the narrow path that the Reserve Bank Governor, Philip Lowe, keeps speaking about getting inflation back down into its 2 to 3% target band, but not slamming the economy into a recession. But, of course, this is complicated and full of very big risks. Now, yesterday, retail sales for May rose by 0.7%, actually back up to a six-month high, much better than expectations from economists who were seeing... Sales flatlining uh, with growth of just 0.1%. So that blew out those expectations and they're actually sales of $35 billion in May. But this might have been a one-off um, because consumers appear to have been rushing in to make the most of sales and getting bargains on discounted stocks. So underneath this, it's probably not as spectacular uh, by any means. And we do know, anecdotally at least, that consumers are cutting back and making hard decisions. But a few areas the RBA will be looking very Closely at spending in cafes, restaurants, and takeaways up by 1.4 percent, household goods spending up by 0.6 percent, but things getting negative, which tells that big story about household stress clothing, footwear, personal accessories down by 0.6 percent, and also department store spending going backwards by half a percent. So it's a mixed picture showing consumers are pulling back, especially on those discretionary items. But they're still spending. And this resilience is what will worry the Reserve Bank, that the, the economy isn't slowing as it should be in all areas. And, of course, it, uh, we had that May inflation, you know, coming uh, down to 5.6%. So whether or not that was an aberration as well, we don't know.
0: Yeah, because I want to throw that into the mix, Peter. How does this work in with monthly inflation falling sharply in May?
1: Yeah, as I said, that that also could have been a one-off. It could have been an aberration. And of course, there was a lot of excitement just a few days ago when uh, that uh, inflation in May came down quite sharply to 5.6%. People talking about a, a rates pause, maybe the Reserve Bank would stop and step, ba- step back and assess uh, how that's all going. Mm. But now money markets are Pretty much 50-50 on whether the Reserve Bank might actually push the rates button next Tuesday up to 4.35%. And that would make the 13th rate hike since May last year.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll wait and see. Now, of course, Australia is not immune from stubborn inflation. There's been some mixed news from Europe overnight, Peter.
1: Yes, uh, some good news for Spain, with inflation dipping to 1.9%. The Reserve Bank would love to be getting something like that. But in Germany, uh, the uh, inflation has spiked to 6.4%. Now, both Spain and Germany are powerhouse members of the Eurozone, but they don't get to set their individual interest rates. That's up to the European Central Bank, which uh, runs the Eurozone economy. So regardless of any of these uh, individual outcomes... Positive or negative, they're all tied together and they have to take the good with the bad. Uh, Market analyst Emma Wall doesn't hold out much hope for any rates relief in the Eurozone or elsewhere around the world.
0: We don't expect interest rates to fall anytime soon. I mean, it's interesting to see the central bankers pretty unified in their view that we are in a higher for longer situation. Looks as if the ECB and indeed the Bank of England have heavily indicated that there will be more rates rises from here, you know, inflation remains very stubborn and the jobs market across the developed world is very tight, which then, of course, provides a tailwind to inflation, keeping it high because fewer jobs to go around, more people get competitive with their pay demands and that feeds through to the economy. So definitely a higher for longer situation for rates across the UK, Europe and indeed the US. This market analyst Emma Wall and our senior business correspondent Peter Ryan is uh, with us. Peter, you've been busy covering issues of governance and transparency transparency, of course, at big companies like PwC. I just want to ask you, uh, while we've got you there, how does that resonate with the former New South Wales Premier, Gladys Berejiklian, and this uh, corruption finding by the ICAC in New South Wales?
1: Well, Tom, of course, uh, we're a national program, and, of course, there has been some discussion here among some of my colleagues about this mainly being a New South Wales political story, but it's really a massive national story when you look at it. It's not every day that you get a, a former Premier found to be corrupt or have lied. And this all goes down to trust that we should be able to have in public institutions, going right to the top of government. And, uh, you know, findings that people haven't been telling the entire truth, there have been undisclosed conflicts of interest, really does blemish the whole picture. Of course, uh, this is a bit of a microcosm of what's going on with PwC, which is all about breaking confidentiality gr- mm. agreements, not being ethical or transparent. But it does go to the, the case that, you, you know, you need to be able to trust those people, people who are running the state, managing taxpayers' funds. And, of course, uh, Gladys Berejiklian uh, will most likely be appealing this, but I was looking back at uh, the mid-1980s when the former New South Wales Premier Neville Rand was hit with corruption allegations. He stood down. There was a royal commission into those allegations. He was cleared but his reputation never really recovered. And unfortunately, this is probably the case for Gladys Jickland.
0: OK, Peter, thank you very much uh, for joining us. It's the ABC Senior Business Correspondent, Peter Ryan.